are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back. Hey, quick heads up. This episode is a special edition episode of Locked On Spurs. We are welcoming uh, Shami Shatu. He is a um, G League player slash NBA player looking his way to get back into the league. He played with the Memphis Grizzlies Summer League team. Uh, the Bulls uh, G League affiliate, the Windy City Bulls, Westchester Knicks, the uh, G League affiliate with New York. And he has played with the Bulls uh, themselves. So we're going to get an idea of what it's like to be um, clawing your way from the G League to the NBA. Uh, yeah, he even gives some insight into Keldon Johnson. And uh, yeah, he's a good friend of uh, KJ. Some insight of what drives him, his motor, and how he's inspiring uh, Samin. And uh, he gave his quick thoughts on Tim Duncan as he's set to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's a great episode. I'm glad for you to come back and tune in. So enjoy this special edition of Locked On Spurs. Welcome to a special edition of Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back. Hey, look, I, I realize the San Antonio Spurs season is winding down. Uh, but, you know, as the Spurs wind down their season, other NBA players or potential NBA players are looking ahead What's in store for them next year, whether it be in the NBA or the G League and beyond? And that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be joined by Simi. Uh, Simi, how do you pronounce your name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Simi Shitu. Simi Shitu. Okay, three, two, one. We're going to be joined by Simi Shitu, uh, a promising young NBA player. He's made his way through the G League. We're going to be touching with him basically on what it is to make your way through the G League, the grind, what it takes to eventually get to that all goal that he's looking forward to, and that is the NBA. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in Simi. Simi, welcome to Lockdown Spurs. Uh, no pressure, but, you know, I have all the pressure right now, you know, because I, I was given a big buildup ahead of this uh, show. So uh, no pressure on you. Just be yourself. First of all, <laughs> I want to thank you. Nay, not a problem, man. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on Lockdown Spurs. And look, there may be not, maybe people may not really know you, your game, but I tell you this much, you really made a big impact in the G League last year. We'll touch on that in a bit. Thank but you. hey, I got to get this out of the way first. Congratulations on joining the FSM family. You're in good hands. Tell us about it. How did it all go down? And uh, yeah, w- welcome to the FSM family. Um, yeah, well, thank you for just the introduction. Um, yeah, it was good. You know, M- uh, FSM. Uh, Raul and um, Colin contacted me uh, via Instagram and then we just kind of, you know, got on numerous Zoom calls to, you know, just build that relationship, that foundation and just, you know, uh, in order to take the next step and really like had this, we really had the same kind of vision in terms of my career and uh, just even just the marketing, the marketing team at FSM is just outstanding and how they just come came together and they're a whole other side, not just basketball. So, like, just that having that um, that whole team with me, I just felt like it was the right decision for me and just the best thing for my career and for my future. Absolutely, yeah. And again, you know, I cannot stress enough. You'll be in good hands with FSM. So, congratulations on that. But let's go ahead and uh, dive into the X's and O's, your numbers, what you've been doing out in the G League. You, you know, 
the the life of G League player, you know, it's 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 tough. You know, you guys are are building your way up. You're building your brand on and off the court. You know what it is take to be a pro on the NBA level. What it is to just go in and out. Can you explain to us just exactly your journey? How has it been for you? You know, I know you were with the the Westchester team and the the Windy City team. How has that been for you? Tell us about it. Let the listeners know exactly what it takes for uh, a G League uh, player to make his way to the NBA. Well, yeah, first and foremost, um, Windy City and Westchester are both great organizations in terms of, terms of just bringing me in and this development factor on both sides. Um, with Windy City, uh, I was a 19-year-old kid. They brought me in, you know, uh, really focused on development. Coach Damian Cotter, coach very experienced in the NBL and, he coached in um, Australia and players like Dante Exum. And then we had, had two other coaches, my assistants, who both played high level um, EuroLeague, which was really good for me. And just having uh, guys like Milton Doyle and mm-hmm. uh, Farrakhan Hall, PJ Dozier, guys like that really took me under their wing and saw the, the, the talent in me and really just helped me become a pro at such a young age. And then um, Westchester, um, it was more or less the same, but it was great to play with my one of my best friends from home, Ignis Mustakis. Mm-hmm. We lived like ten minutes from each other, right? Um, and then just how the whole organization really just um, kind of let me be me in their system and let me play to to, mag- to maximize my skills and uh, to play to my full potential, and just playing with uh, great players like Miles Powell, Jared Harper. Right. Uh, Ignis, Scala, Frisier, just to name a few, but it was just a good experience overall. Uh, again, just seeing where I'm at and seeing the work I put in all summer uh, translate into the bubble. I was about that bubble experience. Uh, that must have been really unique, uh, you know, just something totally different. You know, there's no fans. I know you guys were pretty much on lockdown. What, what was that like? Did, did, it, did it feel like it – maybe inhibited your development as far as learning chemistry, team chemistry, because of the strict, uh, you know, regulations they had for the, for the pandemic, or do you think it was just more of an individual thing where you just wanted to work on yourself? Um, for sure. It was, it was good for, I feel like all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there's a more of a business trip like attitude because you're only there for a month and a half and you're playing, you have your one week of kind of training camp and then you have um, you have games either, every other day or back to back. So um, it was just good, again, getting accustomed to how the NBA kind of schedule is, you know, especially this year, how like they have a lot of more back to backs and you have, you know, games every two, three days and um, just that aspect. And then just a, just having like the the off court, a lot of off court time and mm-hmm. there's a lot of, you know, just building chemistry with just your, your, all the teams all together in one vicinity. So uh, we're all on like more or less the same floor, so we all could see each other. And mm-hmm. you know, there's places you can go fishing. There's a pool, um, and you know, go grab your food and stuff like that. And it right. was just, it was a good uh, socially too. And, to, and those mm-hmm. that I feel like that was a way for us to kind of build certain chemistry factors mm-hmm. and uh, help us in the bubble. So, well, one thing that's really unique about you is um, you come from Canada. You are an international player. Uh, tell us about that. Did you find any obstacles coming from out of the United States going into the NBA slash G League? Or did that maybe help you because NBA teams, G League teams scout outside of the United States? 
Um, well, I was born in the UK, actually, uh -huh. in England, and okay. then I moved to Canada when I was five years old. So when I was raised here, and then I've kind of moved a lot because I, had to, I moved after my uh, freshman year in Canada to go to Mount Verde Academy in Florida. So I went to prep school there, and then I went to Vermont Academy. So the adjustment wasn't really hard because I've always been kind of on the go and, you know, to make that next step. America is where I need to be in terms of talent-wise opportunity and just uh, competitiveness. So um, just th those things alone was, it was a, played a big factor in terms of like right. helping me mentally and uh, adjust and uh, uh, yeah, just adjust and, you know, make, mm -hmm. make the best decisions. So when you, you were making your way through the, through college and then of course coming into the G league slash NBA, it's not like you don't have any NBA experience. I mean, you were with mm -hmm. the Memphis Grizzlies summer league team. Uh, you played with the Bulls for for a while before you went to the Windy City. Could you tell a difference between playing the NBA style versus the G League style? I mean, was that an adjustment for you having to go through all that? Um, it was an adjustment in terms of, yeah, in the NBA, you know, you're playing with also, I was playing with Zach Levine, guys like Laurie Market and guys like that, which was a good experience for me in my development. And um, I've the game, the NBA game, and compared to college, is like there's a lot more space. And you know, there's you're playing with uh, players that can make the right plays and players that can really, you know, are obviously are just pros and they've been working on their craft for years and years. And you guys are all kind of living the same dreams and uh, the same opportunity. And then the G League is kind of the same in terms of there's guys either playing high level overseas that come back or guys that are bouncing between the G League and NBA, mm -hmm. um, which is good for young guys like me to, you know, learn from them and develop in that way. And that was, uh, it was good because, you know, obviously you're playing with basically grown men. I, I was right. at 19 years old and mm -hmm. that helped me and take my development to a whole nother level because I was learning how to be a pro and, playing as guys with such high high level experience it is time to give out the ultra player of the week and it brought to you by Michelob ultra at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories joy creates success and enjoyment isn't in the game it is the whole game i know you're happy because you win or do you win because you're happy so who is the Michelob ultra player of the week right here on locked on spurs gotta give it to dejounte murray uh, what he's been doing without Derek White at his side, you know, leading this team scoring-wise, rebounding, just doing it all on the court for San Antonio on both ends of the floor. He had a spectacular game against the Bucks, uh, helped pace the team to that win uh, over Milwaukee, and he's going to be looked upon to pretty much up his game without Derek White as the play-in tournament is all but certain for San Antonio. DeJounte Murray is the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week right here on Locked on Spurs. Well, what was it like playing with uh, Zach Levine? I mean, that, that must have been just really just eye-opening to see a player of that caliber, you know, and what it takes to succeed in the league. Yeah, he's actually a great player. He's he's gonna be having, he's gonna be having multiple All Stars. Um, he, it was just it was good to learn from him and just the way he carries himself as a pro and how much he takes his craft seriously and he uh, he wants to just be the best player he can be and that's what this league's all about just making improvements and uh, getting better and better each year and yeah mm -hmm. winning and striving to better goals right well look 
it's not just about Zach Levine putting up some good numbers. Now, uh, you know, go to YouTube and you see you just wrecking it on the uh, the G League mm-hmm. level there. And I, I look, I, I saw that thirty-two point explosion you had. Um, uh, <laughs> I saw that. Um, it's you know, looking at some of your videos, um, you know, ahead of this uh, interview, you know, I mentioned the thirty-two point, but you know, it's not all about that. We see you get twenty-one rebounds in that same game. We see you get a. Mm-hmm. Um, 13 points, you know, uh, with the uh, Windy City team. Um, you, you you seem to have all the right physical tools, but you have it on both ends of the court. Can you talk to us about that? What, do you, what did you, have you learned on the offensive end? What have you learned on the defensive end? Tell us about these good numbers you're putting up on the G League. Well, yeah, coming from the UK, I, I started playing soccer. And yeah. with soccer players, like, you always have to have an all-around game and be able to play on both sides of the of the field so for me I don't know for basketball it was just I just take a lot of pride in my craft in terms of both ends and really trying to be the the most impactful player on the floor slash just doing the right things and making the right plays for my team and playing my role and um also just you know it's not all about scoring and like in the NBA like coming in when I get there is not I'm not going to be on a team called to score I'm going to be called to you know just you know, scoring the opportunity presents itself, but just do the little things like rebound, take charges, uh, you know, get blocks, steals, you know, and stuff like that, which will obviously increase opportunity and playing time. So, like, I just know, especially getting to the pros and the way my game has been since I was in high school up until college, and now I've always made sure that I'm dominant on both ends because the my, my end goal, obviously, and everyone's end goal when they're, all said and done is to not have any holes in their game and to really maximize their potential. Right. You've been through the grind already. You've been through the G league, you know, whether it be Windy, Windy city, Westchester, the bulls, the Memphis Grizzlies and their, and their summer league team. As you get this experience, what are areas of your game that you think, you know what, I got to get on this to improve and make the leap into the NBA. I got to do this X, Y, and Z. So scouts can see me and say, invite me to camp and give me a deal. What would you say when you self-reflect on your game? For me, I, I just know that there's not – no one's perfect, and I want I work on everything. I don't want to work on specific things because each team's going to need you for, uh, for specific things. And I know I need to continue to make strides in my jump shot, which I have this year, shooting 30 – I think 37 8% from three and uh, just making sure, like, I'm just tightening all my skills and all facets of my game because – that's going to take me to an, another level because I'm still only 21 years old. And right. I know that I need to continue to work on all facets of my game, but there's nothing really specific because each year, you know, each summer you can work on different things more. So then by the time five, six years down the line, everything's going to add up and come together. So. Yeah. And it looks like things are coming together. And, but the one thing that does come together is when you're on the break and you finish at the rim, I see some of your highlights. You know, you definitely bring that excitement to the to the court. Um, I think it was a game with the Bulls you had, and you had some crazy dunk, and you, the whole entire bench goes up and starts cheering you on. So it seems to me that you know, a team that picks you up, they're going to get that type of aggressiveness at the rim. They're going to get, as you mentioned, the uh, increased uh, field goal shooting. They're going to get somebody who pretty much fits this positionless game, and I think that's the key here, Simi, is that your game pretty much blends in to the NBA G League level is, is the fact that you are positionless. Is that correct? Uh, yes. I've been playing kind of – I've been versatile my whole life in terms of just 
you know, playing on high school, I was playing point guard. And I was also in like college, I was playing wow. <laughs> three, four, five. So like, it was yeah. just, I've always I've known the opportunity and, and thank you to the coaches that I had in the past, giving me the opportunity to really expand my game. And, um, and for the, for the pros now, it's just, I know that um, whatever team picks me up, whatever, I'll be able to adjust to mm-hmm. any sort of system because I feel like I can affect the game in so many ways. We're talking with uh, Simi Shitu. He is a, a new member of the FSM family and um, you know, looking to make his way to the NBA and latch onto a team or win the G League as well. Uh, Simi, there's one thing, too, that when I look at your game, too, is that you're pretty quick for a guy your size. You're listed at 6'10", you know, and, and about 240. But you have really good speed going up and down the court. You get it done defensively. You get it done offensively. That's going to open some eyes this upcoming off season or training camp, uh, whoever brings you on, but it all started at the G league, you know, that, that moment, you know, when you get into that G league level, you know, that's your first steps. And I think as you fast forward to today in, in, in the NBA or just the basketball world, the G league is a pretty good thing. Cause when it first started, it was kind of looked down on like, yeah, you're playing the G league. Now it's, Hey, you're on the G league squad. That's awesome. What do you look at when you see the evolution of how the G League is perceived and why Why do you recommend players that are looking to make their way to go ahead and put on that G League uniform and show what you got? Um, it's amazing, especially just for young guys and uh, leaving college and getting the NBA experience, but then getting sent down to the G League was the best thing for me because, you know, you're learning again, as I said earlier, with the guys that already been there or – high-level coaching and just how the way the, the media attention is in the G League now and the way we had the whole bubble this year and mm-hmm. it's just growing and growing and then I love how like the NBA is just giving as, these many G League guys the opportunity now to get their chance in the NBA and really make establish themselves and make their careers and maximize their potential as well so the G League is just going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to just you know shock the world in terms of like the talent that's going to come out of there, especially you see the mm-hmm. Raptors, how they have yeah. what they're doing, and even the Spurs as well, what they've done mm-hmm. with Keldon, guys like Lonnie and DeJounte Murray and stuff like right. that. So it just list goes on and on and on, and the G League is just going to continue to grow and uh, continue just to uh, make players better. Have, have you spoken with um, guys like Lonnie and, and, and those just any Spurs that have gone through that G League system? Uh, I, I don't know if you've had the conversation with, uh, but if you have, can you, can you share with us? Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And with nine delicious flavors, including the occasional limited time flavor, what more can you want out of the best tasting protein bar ever? ever some flavors include coconut coconut almond cherry raspberry mint brownie the list goes on and on there's something for everyone and if you can't pick you know which flavors are your favorite well built bar has the mix box where you get at least two of each of the nine flavors you can't beat that most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein only 130 calories only four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs they really are a great delicious healthy alternative treat and they're good for those trying to you know, bring down the waistline or maintain weight or lose weight. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15 to get yourself 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, so you can get on track with all the action at BetOnline. As usual, this week has tons of sports action on the go, so you want to get all the latest news, odds, all the info you need. 
well, including MLB, NBA, NHL, even UFC, MMA at betonline.ag. So before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoff. Once again, head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Oh, well, me and Keldon were in the same draft class and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I've known each other since high school because we both got MVP at the MVP at Top 100 in high school. Mm-hmm. So we're co-MVPs. So we, we talked about the experience. You know, it was, it was great for him. And as you see this year, how much he's made so many strides in the NBA. So, like, he knows it's just a matter of time for certain guys to get their opportunity. And the G League's all about just developing and getting better. And it's just it's just a grind. That's, that's yeah. all you can really explain it. Of course, his brother as well. His brother was with the Austin Spurs mm-hmm. um, as well. So it, it seems to me that path is, is working for the Johnson brothers, and it looked like it'll work for you or it's working for Lonnie. And that's the thing, too. You look at a team like San Antonio, or even just recently, you heard about the news that uh, Kyrie Thomas, another Austin Spurs guy, yeah, he got called up to Houston, and he had himself a game. Um, do you see those kind of um, stories, those experiences, you know, from Kyrie to Keldon and his brother, et cetera, et cetera? That has to give you some great motivation, right? Of course, of course, because this shows that, you know, one, everyone's path is different. It's all about timing and opportunity and also just, you know, staying ready and getting better and better each day and, you know, honing your craft and continuing to just, like, continue to just make sure that, you know, like, you're not in that mental block. Like, I'm in the G League. Like, man, like, this is that. It's more... I'm in the G League. I'm one step close to my goals and my dream. I have to stay ready and continue to develop because you never know when your time's going to be. But you put up some phenomenal numbers. We've seen the videos. You, you can finish at the rim. You can defend like a monster. Uh, you have the you have the stats to back it up. But you know when you want to come on to an NBA team or let alone a G League team as well, they want to look at you what you do off the court. And uh, off the court, uh, you really make an impact in the community. Um, and and y- your faith is very strong. Uh, can you talk to us about that uh, on and off the court about your faith? You know, what do you want to get as far as community involvement? Because teams look at that. They look at what you can do on and off the court. For sure. Yeah. So my Lord and Savior is Jesus Christ. And he's really got me through just this whole basketball journey, just the foundation I have with him and just the relationship I have with him, because, you know, it's, especially as a young kid or just in general, NBA players or pros, like there's ups and downs in this thing and you need to lean on to something or someone to really, you know, get you through those, those tough times. And um, in the community, like I just, you know, want to inspire the young, the young kids coming up from my city and around the world and do it the best I can. And whether it's holding up school supplies, backpack giveaway or having a camp or, you know, just certain things like that, whatever is, whatever God is directing me to do to help the community and to, you know, make a, an impact on the world. Yeah. And you've definitely done that. I've seen you do interviews regarding your faith. Uh, you look like that is really a cornerstone of your mindset, of your character is reaching out, doing what you can do for the community for, you know, and hopefully you'll be with an NBA team in that NBA city. And you, know, you reach out of that community. It looks mm-hmm. like your reach will be pretty good, really good on and off the court. Uh, you know, we'll have a little fun here with you. Um, 
course, this is called Lockdown Spurs. So I got to ask you a little Spurs stuff here. Um, mm-hmm. Some I don't know. I don't know if you heard this guy before. His name is Tim Duncan. I don't know. Some kid. He's getting yeah. he's getting in, uh, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, later on this week. I think yeah, later on this week. Um, you you know it was a different time, a different era. You know, and I understand that. But when you look back and you see videos of him or maybe some games you you caught as a kid, you know, what stands out for you when you think of Tim Duncan and you think at your size, can you incorporate some of his game into your game? Man, he's he's a legend. Like he's arguably the best power forward of all time. He's he's one of the highest levels. Yeah. Uh, MVPs, any anything you can name. And he has a, such a longevity of a career too. And the way his game is, I could definitely implement something from his game for sure. Because the his game was translatable for what nineteen or twenty years in the NBA. So yeah. like, and he he's a he's a seven footer that was agile. He can you know be able to make plays, and he was able to you know, just fit into the system of the Spurs and really help them to bring them to what the organization is today. So, like, for sure, Tim Duncan is just, he's an he's a all-time great. He's historical legend, and he's he, he deserves to be a Hall of Famer for sure. Like, it's just, yeah. it's one of those guys where you, you look at him and look back at his career, and he's just, again, a guy that was continued to develop every single year, continued to got better and better and better. Mm-hmm. So, he's, he's he was a, definitely inspiration to either the youth or, and then right. especially people in his generation as well. Hey, a little hint. Popovich recently spoke with media about the lost art of the bank shot. So maybe you might <laughs> want to work on that because he said like, yeah, you know, we don't see that anymore. And there's something that maybe you can adapt from uh, TD, that bank shot that he had. Hey, you also mentioned uh, uh, Kelton Johnson and, and you knew him in the draft and growing up with him, you know, stuff like that. He shed a little light on what it was like with, um, I guess young, because he's still young, but I guess younger, Kelly Johnson. What was it like, like with him on and off the court? It was great. You know, we played each other in the EYBL circuit and then a couple of camps as well. And then uh, we had the same pre-draft together, which was cool. And then also we were in the same conference in college. So we got to see him when he played Kentucky, which was cool as well. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, seeing he's, again, another guy, a hard worker high motor guy that's, you know, is going to continue to get better and better in this league and be a star eventually. So he's, he's on the right path. And, you know, we, we've, we grew up together and we've seen, you know, how things are, the business, how the business is, and also just how, you know, the journey is to get to where you need to be. So uh, I'm excited for his career as well and how he's going to take off. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming you're probably not surprised to see him do so well on the NBA level, are you? Not really. You know, he's, yeah. he's a hard worker. He's, he's, he's a guy that's going to, you know, come in and one player's role, but also give it his all every possession and play hard to the, to the buzzer sound. So right. he's, he's going to continue to just shock a lot of people and continue to turn heads. So I'm excited for him. Yeah. I, I spoke to um, uh, Hornets head coach Borrego earlier this season and I was sitting at it for a long time. And uh, I remember sitting, reaching out and going like, oops, yeah, I got this interview I had with Borrego and uh, I should write it up because he just went on and on about uh, Kelton Johnson. And you pretty much what you said, you know, he echoed, you know, saying like, yeah, the Spurs got this a special player. And um, speaking of special players, I think a team will be very happy to get you to be their special player, uh, whether it be next season in the, in the G League or the NBA. And look, I, before we put a wrap on this interview here, I usually give the um, the guests an opportunity to talk about something that they feel that is important to them, whether it be your faith uh, or a message to NBA teams, uh, why they should get you on their roster, why they should invite you to camp, 
why should they give you a uniform? And whether that be a G League or an NBA uniform, it doesn't matter because that those are still your building blocks to get to your goal. Uh, Simi, any message you want to put out there for teams that could be uh, interested in you? Um, honestly, just the message for me is just I know I'm going to come in and give it my all and be the hardest working guys there and um, just play my role and continue to build and make strides and get better. I'm, I'm a I'm a guy that stays in the gym. Um, good luck or locker room guy that can, you know, people like to be around me, teammates, teammates like to be around me. So, like, I just – I know I can come in and, you know, play whatever role you can give me and then build off of that. And it will like, – when it, when it expands, it expands. Now I'm a, I'm a patient guy and I'm a guy that understands the, the business side of this game and also just, like, the the development side and the, the age factor too. So, like, I'm – it's one of those where I'm just ready to work and ready to take that next step. I also urge everybody to just go on YouTube and just uh, search for Simmies and see some of some incredible game uh, footage. Uh, you, you really bring uh, an impact to uh, the court, uh, whether it had been in, in Chicago or with the Memphis summer league squad. I mean, you really bring a lot of stuff to the court uh, defensively and offensively. And uh, you look like you have a promising future. You're going to latch on to somebody, uh, some team soon and uh, get that, get that bank shot down. If you get that bank shot yeah. down, I, I think, I think you'll be all right. I'm, uh, I'm going to start working on it. I sure. know, right? uh, absolutely. Hey, Simi, is there any uh, way uh, fans can interact with you on social media, whether it be an Instagram, anything you want to promote on that end? Yeah. My Instagram is underscore Simi Shatu. Um, and then my Twitter is at um, Langs underscore Sims, mm-hmm. uh, lowercase s. And then, yeah, that's really what you can contact me on and interact with me. And I'll f- feel free to answer, ask me any questions or whatever tips or whatever you need for life or basketball or, or, or in your faith as well. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I saw that, uh, that tweet that the Bulls put out when they had uh, announced that they were signing you. And fans really showered you a lot of like praise, a lot of good good vibes from fans, and hopefully mm-hmm. um, that will continue. And uh, hey, we're done talking here. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about that G League process? What do you think about uh, Simeon his uh, game? We need to hear from you. He just told you how you can get a hold of him. Make sure you uh, subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, and of course, contact me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Simeon, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule join me here giving everybody an inside look at what it is life as a G League guy making his way up to the league and why you should have an NBA jersey or G League jersey next season it's going to happen I know it is so for Simi I am Jeff Garcia we're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs Locked on Spurs